Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Related Podcast. I am your host. Hello, Avanza Bible. And I am so excited for today's episode. I am here with a very, very special guest. Her name is Lindsay. And Lindsay and I go like, way 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 back like Lindsay knows me from like the dark days of Amanda before she like (laughs) saw the light in fact I think this is really so this is actually kind of funny because I met Lindsay through a college friend of mine and at the time I was in his apartment he brought home his new girlfriend and I was like oh my god you're (laughs) perfect for each other and now they've built like this incredible life the life that we all dream about and Lindsay is the co-founder of Sprinkle and Learning if you haven't heard of Sprinkle and Learning. She's going to tell us all about it and what like inspired the idea, but you have to check it out. Um, She's an educator, a behavioral analyst, and she wears the jack of all trades when it comes to mom stuff. So without further ado, I am going to um, toss it on over to Lindsay. So Lindsay, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, and essentially what inspired you to start creating and sharing these incredible ideas for moms. Awesome. Well, that was an amazing introduction. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And thank you for having me today. This is so fun. I love love getting to share the things that I am passionate about. Uh, So I guess to start out a little bit about me, um, my name is Lindsay, as you said, and I, I started you know, the journey of education and learning in New York City, where I got my master's degree in special education. And that is where I also started teaching. And um, then after I moved to Charlotte, I got my certification as a behavior analyst. And shortly after became a mom to, I guess now, which is crazy, three children. And they are six, four, and two. And, you know, they are the reason I do everything I do. I, you know, I, I spend most of my time when I'm not giving my time to my husband, I spend most of my time making sure that my kids are, you know, not only nurtured, but also engaged, you know, throughout their day. And so that is kind of what sparked Sprinkle and Learning. I started small on Instagram sharing simple activities, which I still, I still share today. I still share activities, um, things that, you know, parents can easily recreate in their house with simple materials. And the reason why I highlight simple is because, you know, I found myself looking online for ideas and everything was beautiful. And there were pictures and the setups were gorgeous, but in reality with three children, even one child, you're not going to sit and create this beautiful play idea, right? It's very intimidating. You don't have time and maybe you do it every once in a while, but it's not something you can keep up with every single day. So the idea behind some of the activities that I share, I'll say like 99% of them, you can recreate my ideas very quickly with simple materials that you probably have sitting around in your home and you know, it's a short, it's a short activity. It might last you between, between 10 to, you know, 45 minutes, something like that. So something fun just to keep your kids engaged and active with learning and, um, you know, give you something to do. So that was where Sprinkle Learning started. I then kind of branched out and I want to pull my sister's name into this too, because we, we do this together. Her name is Kristen and we live you know, across the country from each other, but together we started 
um, our, our main product, which is called Play Pods. And it was a product that we felt filled a, a void or a hole that was in the market. And, you know, what, what it is, Play Pods are, they're grab and go educational activities for kids. And, you know, there are a lot of travel games out there, travel board games, you'll see travel activity books, magnet games, things like that. But these are, you know, thoughtfully curated educational games. And the, the key component of these play pods are that the education is supposed to be secretly woven in these activities, you know, so it's not so in your face, I'm doing one plus one. It's more like I've got these really cool sparkly jewels and I'm going to secretly do math with them. They don't even realize sometimes that that, you know, the prompts on some of the activity cards are having them do, having them do math. Um, so that was some of the things that my sister and I then built upon when we start, after we, uh, started sharing the activities on Instagram, we then created play pods. And since then, we've just been slowly growing, creating more. And more I wouldn't call it slow, Lindsay. <laughs> you have been growing exponentially. Like every video you do, it like goes viral because <laughs> it does. It fills such an important void. And I think, at least for me, like coming from like a like I follow you. I love all your videos. They're oh, super thank you. quick. They're super fun. They're super engaging, and they're easy to follow along with. Right. For me, like whenever I followed like, um, you know, activity accounts in the past, I'm like, that looks amazing. And I mean, I'm chasing this kid around. Like when the F am I going to find, excuse me, I know this is a mom yeah. episode, but like, when am yeah. I going to find the time to actually do this? So it's like, it removes that, like, oh my gosh, barrier to like, this makes mm-hmm. things super easy. Now, just like a plug for your play pods. First of all, Julian loves them. And I thought the coolest oh, thing, I'm so I, meant glad. To, I meant to text you the other day. Cause I don't remember which color it was. I think it was like the yellow one where it's the food inside. Yes small fry kitchen favorite one is the yellow one because he takes out the little chips he calls him he calls them his chips and he matches (laughs) them with like little recipe cards and he it's great it's they're so easy I mean they end up all over the living room and then I'm like Julian now we're gonna put everything back into the yellow into the yellow case and then he'll go and he'll collect all of his chips and then he'll put them back in but again it's like those hidden um hidden education in it like I mean, I don't know, like at his age, does he even know what like learning really means? But well, that's the beauty, right? And that's one of the biggest things that, you know, we try to weave through on social media is we are very much backing learning through play. That's, that's like the foundation that I want to set for all of my children before, you know, I've already sent one of my kids to kindergarten, but I think one of the things I, I think about all the time is how I've got like five beautiful years with my kids. And before they go to a, you know, an educational system that they're going to be in for many, many years. And, you know, I want to use those five years that I have with them from newborn until kindergarten, you know, unless you homeschool, of course, but the majority of America sends their kids to kindergarten. So you've got five years to build a sturdy learning foundation for them. And I don't necessarily mean like create a genius before they go to kindergarten. I mean, or, or create a genius. <laughs> yeah. Or, or do that if you've got the time, <laughs> but, you know, alongside, but what I mean is that I want them to have the foundation that learning is fun, yeah. that, you know, information is exciting and knowledge is something that they like seek. 
because they've enjoyed it in the past. And with a foundation that we as parents can set or grownups, whoever is looking out for the children, mm-hmm. um, if we can create that like really strong foundation, then when they go off to kindergarten and their teacher is, you know, they're now, you know, their education is now in the hands of somebody else. They've got a foundation that they can work from. Yeah. And I think that's something that, that drives me with all of these activities that I create, because I want my kids to go to school and realize that we don't just sit and learn to learn. We learn because the information's exciting. It's interesting. It, it gives us power and it, and it, you know, I want them to be curious about, about things. And Ooh, I think right. these little activities that I share is, you know, building that foundation slowly with each of them. So I think that's kind of where, you know, where my head is at with when I put all of these videos out there. But it's, but that's so good, right? Like, that's so good. And like, I think one of the things that I love, like, I just love about how you share content too. It's not only about like the learning. I saw one of your videos the other day. It was more so like the mindset around how you're nurturing your kids and how you're teaching them through the words that you're saying. So like through a lot of the work that I do as a coach, um, I work with like subconscious and like how attachments are formed at a young age and how we learn every from everything around us between like the really early ages of life like the the early stages of life like between the ages of zero and seven like kids are walking subconscious minds right they don't have that critical Mm -hmm. faculty or this barrier boundary that can come through and be like well it might be true for them but that's not true for me or she said it this way but what she really meant was this so like we like and they believe everything we tell them right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Our words are gold. Yeah. And they model everything that we do. For example, I think I just shared this on an episode last week, but that's okay. But like (laughs) the other day I was, um, like standing with Julian and we're like in the mirror and he took like one of those little lotion, you know, like the little lotions, like, I don't know where, like, I don't have Mm -hmm. one here, but like the little like sample size lotion bottles that you have. And he starts like dabbing his finger on the top of it. It was closed. He starts dabbing it on the top and starts putting it on his face because he sees me do it all the time, right? But he has no idea what he's doing or why he's doing it, but he's learning through everything that he's seeing. They're sponges. They are, absolutely. It's the coolest thing. And like, I I felt like there was this video that you shared the other day and we can talk about that really quick too, is like how you were sharing um, about being careful with our words and how we're, I, like it was punishment, right? Yes. And yes. I so- had- I had seen that too, sorry. Like I'd seen that too no, no. through another, um, like some a different creator said it a different way. Um, but basically it's a matter of telling them what to do instead of punishing the inaction, right? Yeah. So can right. you like I mean, explain a little bit about that? It it yeah. So the point behind it is a lot of times our instincts want us to say, no, don't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing that most of us think, most of us think when we see, you know, a kid that, you know, is going to hit another child, we want to say, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And really the idea behind what my video was sharing, which is to tell them what to do is there's, you know, I truly believe that children want to do the right thing, especially younger kids. They want to do the right thing. They want to please you. They want to do good. They aren't out to, you know, they don't have that, 
like worldly knowledge yet to be mean, to be evil, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They want to do right. right. But when they're doing something wrong, it's because they don't know what right is. And so that is, that's the idea behind when I say, you know, don't say no, don't be on the counter, say, let's get down from the counter. Right. Right. I use that example because my child likes to go sit on our countertop and um, we're trying to teach them. (laughs) They love it. So so dangerous. Like let's not stand on the table. Like standing is for the floor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the idea behind that is that you are then giving them the tools to do right. They're giving them what they should be doing. It's like, um, you know, have you ever had a teacher as a kid? You can remember like, what should you be doing? Lindsay mm-hmm. or Amanda, what should you be doing? And you're probably thinking in your mind, well, gosh, if I knew what I should be doing, I'd probably be doing it. Yeah. You know, so instead of saying that, you know, I prefer saying something like, Amanda, you should, you should go to your chair. It's reading time now, you know? Okay. So yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm pro telling kids what to do when, when it comes to that. And, um, you know, punishment is, I have a, I could talk for hours about punishment and I won't, but Um, I, you know, I try to stay away from it because it's a, it's a really, you know, it's a, it's a fine line between two, you know, if you don't know enough about punishment, I think you can overdo it. And that's, and that's not fair to the kids. I always say the crime should match the punishment. And at one or two years old, you know, if they, you know, hit a kid or pinched them and it lasted a second, like, should the crime really be time out for five minutes? Like that's a long time for them. Yeah. That is so, so true. Anyways. But that's so true. Like I could totally relate, especially in this toddler phase right now with like Julian, he has gone through like his hitting phase and he also only hits specific people. And then when he hits the person, he'll be like, okay, let me go stand in the corner now. And like, he'll like put the smile on his face and go over there. But like we smile, me and Brett, the first time we did it, we like kind of laughed because oh my God, are we how do you not? Yeah. And like he, cause we laugh, he thinks it's funny. And like, that's our own yeah. fault. So no, like that's a hard thing. He, got a, he gets a boo-boo. I'm like, kiss the boo-boo, but then he hits someone. And then he says, oh no, Renz has a boo-boo now. Let me kiss it and make it better. He's like purposely giving boo-boos to kiss them and make yeah. them better. So yeah. Another <laughs> thing too, like at that age, it's so hard, you know, like socializing is so new to them. And it's really yeah. socializing is the most challenging thing for a kid to master and adults too, right? Like it, I, mean, it, I still it, don't know how to socialize. <laughs> Oh, me either please <laughs> you're working on that skill until the very end of your life totally. and you know kids often play with different ways to make friends to get mm-hmm. a friend's attention and sometimes that involves pinching hitting kicking you know and Pulling. that's that's a good example of when you can show a child what to do yeah right you can find out maybe your son was trying to get the little kid to play with him yeah. and then you know the teacher could step in and say hey you want to play with him? Let's, let's go over and ask him, would you like to play? And, uh, you know, that would be a more, a, a better way, I think, to, to share with him what he could be doing. Totally. So I'm super curious. Um, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are probably curious too, but was there like a certain moment, like this moment in like your life, like before you started sprinkle and learning with your sister, was there like this moment that you were like, 
OMG, like there is like this gap that needs to be filled. Like I want to do this. Was there like that defining moment for you? I think so. Again, to bring up my sister, my sister and I talked a lot about parenting. We both have kids and we would call each other and ask, you know, parent mom questions because that's what you do when you're a new mom. You ask a bajillion questions to whoever will, will answer. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so we would, we would pass questions and answers back and forth. And yeah, I think at some point we did realize like, wow, there is a there's a diff we're, we're having a difficult find a difficult time answering our own questions. Mm. And when you, when you realize that and you have internet at your disposal, right. Then mm-hmm. at your disposal, sorry, then you probably, you know, if you think you have the tools to fill that void, you should, well, at least that's what we thought. So here we are down the, down the rabbit hole, as far as you could possibly go, yeah. we've, we've come to the point where we've tried to answer our, our own questions over time. And and, you know, we even, we, we're, we're, in, we're total educator nerds, let's put it that way. And we've researched and chatted many, many nights on the phone were about children and learning development and things that we felt like were missing that we wanted for our own kids. So if they were missing, we needed to create in ourselves. I love that. No, that's so true. Like there's no solution, like create the solution. Mm-hmm. So for parents who are busy or might feel maybe like intimidated by the idea of creating like these engaging activities, do you have any maybe advice for them to like how they can start? Yeah, I would take it one day at a time. Like I'll, yeah. all you really need is to set a, you know, we called it sprinkle in learning for a reason. We really just meant to share with our audience on social media that learning can be sprinkled in, you know, as much as you want it to be. Whenever you have time, just sprinkle a little bit in. And so instead of thinking it like, thinking of it like I need to sit with my kid an hour a day and help them learn and teach them mm-hmm. things, think about sprinkling it in five minutes here and five minutes there. And our activities really help with that because. You know, for example, one, you might only need a ball right. and we show you quick what to do with the ball. And, and that's your five minutes. You sprinkle it in, in your day and, and you move on. And it's not meant to be this stressful thing because parents have enough on their plate. It's meant to be like, a, hmm, what should I do? I have 20 minutes right now. Oh, let me yeah. go see if I can recreate this activity and engage my child for a little bit in something. And, you know, um, one of the the things that I really try to do on our, on our platform is to create uh, different types of learning. So there's kinesthetic learning and and sensory learning. And so, you know, you might not find the perfect activity activity for you right away, but if you scroll through and you, you search through a few, I've tried to create a variety of um, activities that are for different ages and different learning types. So um, yeah, I guess my advice would be take it day by day. Yeah. And don't try to run them, you know, don't try to run a marathon in one day. Right. So like if you, if you were, it's okay. If you were, um, you know, like when you first started this whole, like your whole journey, were you doing like, were you doing the 20 minute activities or like, how did that start for you? Yeah. I mean, I, it started where my sister and I were both kind of sharing activity ideas. Like, oh, this is what I did today. Oh, I made sidewalk chalk. Oh, I, did um, a hula hoop game or I took a box and 
created a slide on my stairs, which is something, you know, we, done, we did recently. And, you know, I we just started, we did, <laughs> yeah, was, like Julian wants to try it now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Maybe a little box at the bottom of the steps. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but we started just kind of sharing ideas with each other. And then what ended up actually happening was we had a bunch of friends at the beginning of COVID. They knew I was an educator and I was doing things at home with my kids. And they started texting me like, Hey, mm-hmm what are you doing with your kids? My kids are home from school or my, you know, I, I can't send my two-year-old to daycare. What should I do with them? And I was like texting out these descriptions and sending pictures of what I was doing. And then I finally was like, I just need to share this to everybody in one way. And that's where Sprinkle Learning on Instagram was, you know, born. So, but that's so, that's such a cool, like way to sort of like launch a business too, right? Is like, mm-hmm really just monetizing what you're already doing, something that you love, something that you're good at, something that brings you joy, something that you're doing every single day and just putting pen to paper and like putting it out there. So, um, that's something that I teach, like in like my, like all my students, like if you're already doing it, like chances are there's other moms or other people out there that like need to hear from you. Because while we like, as the expert in our field might think that it's like basic or everyone should know this, like Mm -hmm. everything that all the information that you're putting out there and all the things that you know, is like, so like, even the simplest things are so mind blowing to people who just don't know it. Yeah. And I think that's a, you know, that's a really valuable thing that you share. And that's kind of why this hasn't, wasn't created until I had multiple friends ask me about it, because in my mind, I was just doing what I thought everyone was doing. Right. You know, or you don't, you don't assume that you're, at least I didn't assume that my knowledge was more than the person next door. Right. In that area of, in, in education, but you know, as I got the text, I was realizing that like, oh, I guess people do want to know about this. Yeah. And, and, you know, people did value some of the things I had to share. And, and so, and that's, you know, and that was what started it all, which was kind of fun, but you're right. I think it is valuable to say that um, if you're doing something, you love it, chances are someone out there will want to hear it, you know? Yeah. How do you find, like with your three kids, like, how do you find the time to film the reels, edit the reels and get them on Instagram multiple times a day? Well, if you see my videos, they're like, I don't know, you know, I don't, we don't have a budget. It's like, I'm doing it all for my, my home, my computer, my little phone. Um, I, so the videotaping is easy because that happens simultaneously when we're doing the activity, it's all very organic. Um, I set up, I have a little tripod, I set it up and I'm like, all right, we're just going to do this activity. And we kind of pretend, you know, my kids now are used to it. They, they pretend (laughs) that the camera is not there unless I tell them to like, look at the camera, but otherwise, you know, we just kind of do our activity. So the taping of it all is very easy. The, um, the editing and stuff is pretty elementary, but you know, I, the, the point of my, my videos are just to hopefully be somewhat engaging, but mostly the content was what's important. So, you know, what's so inspiring about your videos though. Cause they're so simple is like, it makes me feel like that there wasn't like a whole production involved and like what you're doing, like even the thing that you did the other day of like the construction paper and the scavenger hunt around the house to like match the colors to the construction paper. Like it's just so easy. I feel like because it is so simple, it makes it so much more attainable, which is really, really awesome. And I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I try to keep it simple and 
it isn't a whole production. You know, I don't have a place in my house that's got green screens and white yeah. walls and, you know, I don't set anything up. It's really just kind of organically happening in my house or outside wherever we're doing the activity. So that makes it, that makes it, okay, you know, pretty simple. It's the editing that I think, you know, I'm, I don't have a lot of background in that. So I just kind of, you don't need it. And like, Hey, shout <clears> out <throat> any person out there who's like thinking about starting their own business or putting their expertise online or on an Instagram channel, like it gets to be easy. Like it gets to be fun. It gets to be easy. And like, you don't need like, you know, all this fancy schmancy equipment and all the things and like Mm -mm. a production crew in order to make your dreams a reality. And like that, like that being said, you know, I, I thought this was so funny because I remember it was right before I had Cameron, you had an Instagram reel go like, not just viral. It was like majorly viral, like 50 million views viral. So like viral like in like a sense is like 1 million views, a couple hundred thousand, like this chick got a 50 million view reel. And I remember when it hit like a hundred K you and Tom called me and you were like, what do we do? And I'm like, I am not an expert. Like I have no idea. Like I'm still trying to figure out how to get my reels to get a hundred K views, you know? But like, I just wanted to like, just kind of like shout that out for a second too, because like, you don't need the experience, right? You Mm -hmm. have your expertise, you have your knowledge. You don't need the experience to start. And like, you are such an inspiration to me. Like what you've created, what you're growing is like, it's so needed in this world. And like, especially for new moms out there, like for me, I get intimidated, like by looking at like different things that moms are doing. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have to be doing this. But like, you keep it simple. You keep it real. You keep it relatable. And I love that. Is there any ending, like one tip that you can share with all of the mamas, mamas to be people who mama themselves out there that you would like to maybe share, leave us with? Gosh, one tip, you're making it so challenging at the end here. (laughs) I I think, you know, a a tip that I would like to leave you guys with today in regards to what I do is to keep it simple, keep Mm -hmm. it fun and enjoy the time that you have with your kids because it's, Mm -hmm. it's quick, you know, and that's really, that's really what it's all about. Learn through play with your kids. And that's, that's the only way to go, I think. I love that so much. So like, where can everyone find you and where can they like take a look at what you yeah. do? Yeah. You can find uh sprinkle and learning my uh, Instagram account. We're at sprinkle and learning. We'll link and... that below guys. Awesome. Thank you. And then our website is sprinkleandlearning.com. And that's where you'll see our play pods. We have a blog where I, I share some ideas every once in a while and um, you can check us out there too. Perfect. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on today. I so enjoyed chatting and I know this topic is like super important, you know? It is, it is. And I felt like you, you shed a really nice light on it with the questions that you asked. And uh, I thought this was a a great, a great chat. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for having me. It was fun. 